Hello and welcome to Public Affairs on WRBH. I'm your host, Natalie Sproul, and today I'm joined by Sunny Lee, who is the founder and president of Son of a Saint. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, so just to begin, let me um, tell our listeners a little bit about your background, why you started Son of a Saint, how you got it started, and all that. Well, I'm, I'm from New Orleans, um, born and raised. I went to St. Augustine High School out here in New Orleans, uh, and then the University of New Orleans. And after that, I worked for the New Orleans Zephyrs, worked nice. for the New Orleans Jazz Institute also. Okay. And then while I was with the Institute, I wanted to start a program. Okay. Uh, I did Big Brothers Big Sisters program early. I was a mentor early, my early 20s. And okay. um, I kind of wanted to do something my way, right? Yeah. Um, so my father actually passed away when I was three. He okay. played for the New Orleans Saints oh, wow. um, from 1971 to 75. And so uh, for me, when I was 29 working for the Institute, I wanted to start a program for young boys who had lost their fathers. Yeah. And so that's how Son of a Saint was born. Uh, the formula for Son of a Saint is basically everything my mother gave me as a child. Okay. So um, that's pretty much most of my, my upbringing. I have yeah. an older sister. She's two years older than I am. Uh, my mother actually he was uh, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis about a few years after my father's death. Oh, wow. So she raised my sister and I while being sick. She's still that's amazing. She's doing well still, you know, I guess over 30 years later. So, yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, so. Okay. Well, so then tell me a little bit about your program, what it does, what sort of services you offer, who you cater to, and how yeah. it all works. Well, the, the first thing is we really wanted to focus on boys, um, not who lost their fathers, right, yeah. but really to long-term incarceration to death, um, okay. similar to mine. And, and with death, a lot of our boys, their fathers were lost to violence. Okay. Um, those are really the boys that we wanted to serve because it's really on preventative measures for us. We just figured, you know, if, if we can get them early enough, um, then they won't repeat that cycle that their family's in, yeah. right, with their father. And, and, you know, some of them have, uh, you know, there's different stories as to why they passed away, but, uh, you know, are incarcerated. But um, the the main thing that we do is, uh, is mentorship, okay. right? Okay. So we provide mentors for our boys. Uh, some of it's one-on-one, -on -one, some of it's group activities. Yeah. Uh, we have over 20 to probably 20 to 25 events a month. Okay. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, that <laughs> is so, a lot. And so uh, we have about 78 boys okay. in our program. And they have, the, they have the option of those activities. We have an app that we have okay. uh, that lists the majority of the activities. There's some that are... Um, size restricted so we okay. can't open it up to everybody but the mentors and the mentee has this access to this and so it could be an etiquette class at a restaurant could be a book club equine therapy over you know riding horses on saturdays yeah. at cascade stables it could be um it could be pottery i mean okay. you, you name it yeah. some leadership stuff visiting you know a law firm so um that's what's on the activities uh list then the second thing we do is uh, mental health. Okay. So we provide, we have a mental health specialist on staff that deals yeah. with a, a lot of the trauma that the boys have and they, you know, dealing with anger, depression. We yeah. see a lot of it as they get, they try to understand what's going on around 10, 12, 13. Yeah. And it, it really like affects them even more when it's they get into, age. right, exactly. As they're getting into puberty and stuff and their bodies are changing and, you know, that, you know, where they need that kind of male around. Yeah. Um, 
so you know that's important for us is to is to treat that. Uh, one, the third thing is travel. So you know each of the boys have an opportunity to get up in the air and fly. That's really important to us. So you know once a month, once every two months, just kind of depending on on our schedule and um, and sponsors, we'll travel somewhere. So, yeah. Um, we did trips to Denver, New York, D.C. all this year. That's we have awesome. um, Los Angeles coming up, Atlanta. So, um, and we also do one international trip a year. So we went, got back from Costa Rica um, okay. about a week ago. That so, sounds fun. Yeah, it's a, ni- a nine-day trip <laughs> yeah. to Costa Rica is pretty. It's pretty awesome. That's amazing. Um, I actually didn't go, but Aww. my program manager went, yeah. and the boys had a great time. Not all seventy-eight went. We took ten boys. Okay. Um, the ones that we felt it was a combination of boys that could use the use that travel, and yeah. also the ones that are just doing really well in school. So, okay. Um, so nice that, little reward. Nice little reward. And next year we're gonna go to Africa. Oh so, wow. Yeah, big trip to Africa. We're going to take 20 boys, about five mentors are going to go. I'll be on that one. That's so, amazing. <laughs> yeah. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you, you can come. Actually, you know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, this trip to Costa Rica, we did a, a really big benefit yeah. dinner. And um, people said, that, hey, I want to come. I want to yeah. I want to go. We didn't have the time, but we're going to open up the Africa trip to donors to oh, experience wow. it with our boys. Now they have to pay their way, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, help support our yeah. boys there. But that's what we're going to do, and we think it's going to be really special. Okay. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you get your funding for those? Those seems like huge trips. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's one of those things. I've gotten used to, to asking people for support, and the good mm-hmm. thing is is we have the measurables to back it up. We yeah. have the passion. We have results. So, you know, it's hard to go in if you don't, uh, you know, it wasn't always easy for us, you yeah. know, I mean, going in, it was, it was tough, but people saw my passion and, you know, they'll tell you no first, but then you go back and go back and eventually it's going to be a yes. And it's, yeah. it might be a yes in a, a big way, you know, so people like that, you know, persistence. So, yeah. and uh, know what you're talking about. So, you know, that's, that's where really I, but yeah, the trip. And then, um, another thing, what else did we do? Hmm. We do a lot of things. Yeah, you guys do. You have a lot of different scholarships. Pillars. Yeah, okay. That's another one. Um, you know, we do a lot of uh, educational support for our boys. So okay. not only do we pair our boys with a teacher, but we also work on paying our boy with a tutor. And this the tutor okay. is a current teacher, right? Awesome. So they, a middle school teacher, a high school, they understand the curriculum already. Yeah. Um, and they have to dedicate 90 minutes. Well, we ask them to dedicate 90 minutes a week to, to the boy. Um, so that tutor is helping the mentor, right? Yeah. Um, as well, uh, and so when when the mentor is setting goals for his mentee, um, she's helping. She or he is helping that. Yeah. Uh, so it's really good, and so it, we also provide scholarships for some of our boys to go awesome. to some of the schools in New Orleans under the archdiocese, like you know Saint Aug de La Salle. Um, if they can, if they can get in, we try to help support them. Yeah. Um, so each one of these boys have all, they have all these options for them. Um, and so it's a really special group. Each boy's with us for about five to five to eight years. Okay. Wow. So it's a pretty long program. Right. It's pretty long. You know, at the age of 10, um, they'll, they join, they join between 10 and 13. So at the age of 10, he'll be in there until he's. 18, 18, 13. It'll be hopefully goes 18. to college. Yeah, yeah. Hope, that's the goal. Yeah. Our first four boys are first-generation college students. Wow. So, and they're under partial full scholarships. Okay. So, that's our goal. Yeah. Um, you know, and the boys are, are, we're like family. So, it's, yeah. you know, the four that have graduated, uh, I mean, they, 
blowing my phone up every day anyway, yeah. like trying That's to, nice. you know, asking me for yeah. stuff and, you know, asking to help out. Actually, right before I walked in here, one boy just asked me if he needed help, you know, he picking up boys or anything today. Okay. So um, it's, it's a family. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. So those, I want to go back to these trips. They sound really yeah, cool. Yeah, no, for sure. But so that's under your um, broadening horizons, right? Yes, the value. Horizon. Exactly. So I just wanted to ask you a little bit about what sort of experiences you think, or what value these experiences give to these boys, and being able for them to yeah. see other parts of the world, or like you said, some of them are it's their first time on a plane, all yeah. these different things. Well, I, I mean, just the small things like getting ready for the trip. Yeah. You know, I mean, just getting a suitcase, getting you know the proper pants or, or the poncho, whatever it is, yeah. like to go out there is really cool for them. Yeah. You know, it's an experience. Um, you know, I get nervous. I'm, I'm actually taking my son to Disney World tomorrow. Yeah. And I got to pack, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you got to prepare. <laughs> yeah, I got to prepare. Well, you know, me, it's fine, but you got to prepare my son. Yeah. And, you know, you make sure you have the wipes and everything else. Oh, you yeah. Know? So, um, so, but it, it's just they... It's just in preparation, you know, yeah. and, and it lets them know, okay, you prepare properly, you're going to have a successful trip, right? Yeah. Um, and I think just the camaraderie amongst the boys in the program and they're getting experienced this together. Yeah. It's really, it's really fun to see them looking out the, the airplanes yeah. when we're in the air. They're taking uh, pictures and videos on mm -hmm. their phones, you know, yeah. it's really cool. They get to share it with their friends. But, you know, they also get to experience a different culture and um, you know, the the greatest education is travel. And, yeah. And, you know, the with this Costa Rican trip, I asked the boys when they came back, I said, what was your, your best part of it? Mm -hmm. And they said going to an orphanage was their the best part. And they they got to um, to talk to some kids and just kind of hang out with them. One of them, one of them said a two year old just kind of ran up to him, gave him a big bear oh, hug. And, yeah. like, you know, he picked them up. We have a great picture of that. But. Uh, it was a fun trip, but uh, these trips that we take are educational. Yeah. Um, the international trips we take with a group called No Barrier Youth. Okay. And so they curate everything for us. You wow. Know? So they, you know, they were in the rainforest overnight. They were going grocery shopping for the local community. They went, they stayed in farms. I mean, it was a really, it was an awesome trip. Yeah, and so, that sounds really cool. Yeah, them just the bonding that they have even downtown at downtime at night. Like they don't mm -hmm. have the, the. A video game, yeah, right? the distractions, the yeah, the distractions. So they're able. You're, you're forcing them to have communication with each other, play cards or whatever it is that they're gonna do. Dance. They would do a lot of yeah. dancing and stuff. Um, and then you know when they're 40 years old, they're gonna remember this trip. Yeah, they're gonna have some great pictures and they're gonna think back and say, "Wow, you know, we were we people really gave back to us. We need to give back to yeah. the community as well, you know." And so. Yeah. It serves so many purposes. Uh, That's really this, awesome. This travel. That's really cool. They get to build a lot of connections and Absolutely. relationships, it Absolutely. seems like. So the behavioral health, do you guys sort of provide any services to your teens yep. and boys? Yeah, I mean, so we do. Um, we have somebody on staff that yeah. we had in January. She started in January. Um, she's working out great for us. She's really dealing with a lot of the boys with they have a tremendous amount of trauma and kind yeah. of dealing with it hard. So um, not all of our boys need services like that. Yeah. I mean, or they're getting it through the mentors or just the program in yeah. general. Uh, but we obviously do assessments on all of them. Um, and, you know, we have certain classes that the boys can come to, even if it's not a one-on-one -on -one thing. Yeah. Um, but just kind of dealing with, the, you know, suicide, depression, like yeah. just those kind of one-offs that they can join. Mm -hmm. But also, if a boy uh, has a therapist already, yeah. Or may not want to see our, the person that we have on staff. We'll mm -hmm. help support that. Okay. Um, so we'll help finding finding them some you know maybe somebody that lives around them yeah. or 
maybe it's a male therapist that they might vibe with better than a woman therapist. Yeah. Just, you know, you just never know. Yeah, you got to um, find the right range, one. You got to find yeah. the right one. And so that's what we help support. That's awesome. Okay, because I feel like especially, I think I read some sort of statistic when I was doing some research that um, fatherless teens are almost twice as likely to commit suicide and have a bunch of other mental health risk factors. So Yeah, over 70% of, of... of men in prison right now come from fatherless, yeah. you know, homes. So Yeah, so I was going to ask you a little bit about that. What yeah. sort of um, struggles and sort of risks that these boys face mm-hmm. compared to kids that may still yeah. have father figures in their yeah. lives? Well, you know, you, you, could have a fa- uh, you could have a father figure and still... It's still be at risk, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but, it, but it's, it, it's higher for, for boys who don't. Um, and it's a lot because of the, the anger, the depression, the need to find a group um, that they belong to. And, yeah. Um, you know, I know my mother, she was provided everything for me, but I yeah. still had a lot of anger issues. I still got expelled from school. I still had like a lot of fights, you know, yeah. I still could have went down the wrong path. So, yeah. you know, if you don't have that discipline there from a father, uh, somebody that can kind of guide you, it's mm-hmm. really tough, you know? Yeah. Um, and not to say a woman can't raise a, a man cause a woman can raise a man. I, I, I was raised by one, you know, for yeah. a while I was like, Oh, women can't raise men, you know? Yeah. And, and then I thought and I sat and I said, well, I'm a man. So yeah, <laughs> I survived. She, right? did it. she did it. But, um, you know, it's a big issue in our community, you yeah. know, because especially New Orleans, especially New Orleans, you know, fathers aren't there and you know, it's, it's really tough and you know, they're finding groups to, to, to accept them, you mm-hmm. know, and it's kind of banding together and, you know, sometimes not for the, for the great cause. Yeah. And, uh, and I tell you, if you find somebody that's committed a crime, uh, a serious one and it's, or, uh, you know, something that's, you know, repetitive, nine times out of 10, his father, he does not have a good relationship with his father. Yeah. It's sort of a cycle. It's a that cycle. Keeps going. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they deal with, a lot of these boys deal with, they deal with physical abuse, uh, yeah, some sexual abuse. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know? So you guys just seem to sort of provide a lot of support Absolutely. and services for these boys, or at least helping them find the resources to get different Correct. support that you guys may not be able to directly Correct. offer. And monitor them, right? Yeah, right. So exactly. Through the whole process. So give yeah. them some extra things to do. I know you guys do some recreational access. So um, yeah, yeah, recreational access. You know, we basically support them in whatever they want to do. It's it doesn't. Yeah. It's not you know. It's, Football, basketball. I mean, that's that's cool. But yeah. also music, uh, also art, yeah. um, uh, writing, acting, all that stuff. So if they want to do stuff, we try to help facilitate that. Get them in the right program. Finding um, something they're help. passionate exactly. about. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. that's awesome. So you think that helps? Like if they stay dedicated and stuff to it, it probably also helps them find something that they want to do. It, it does. I think. And I think, you know, if a boy plays football, right? Yeah. Um, and my dad played football. He didn't want me to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> they but, always but, yeah. do. So, you know, football, basketball is great, but we also try to get that football player in music. Or, okay. Or, and, and, you know, maybe he wants to take piano lessons or something, or maybe he's skilled um, vocals, you know. Yeah. Um, it just could be a lot of things or, or art. So it's not... I don't want recreational access just mean, like, you know, basketball, yeah. football. It's, it's much, much, much wider than that. And... um lacrosse you know i mean yeah. like, it's like like you know we, we start we a couple of our kids want to do lacrosse and we had one of our ambassadors is one of the biggest lacrosse players so oh, wow uh miles jones from duke so um you know pairing them together is yeah. really cool you know so that's awesome yeah and then they probably get some sort of mentorship also from Absolutely. whoever is 
teaching them Absolutely. and guiding them through that. Absolutely. That's great that you guys focus on a bunch of different stuff, too, because I feel like mm. some kids, they're just not super into sports. And I think a big thing about being a boy is they're like, I have to play right. football or I have to play basketball. <laughs> exactly. And if they want to do something like music or arts, it's a little bit mm. more intimidating for them to start that. Right. I mean, I'm obviously not a boy, so I don't know no, all the pressures all, of all no, that. No, it's all good. But, um, I mean, I played tennis growing up, so I was, you know, I'd try to get the boys in tennis. Oh, yeah. It's a great sport, so. That's awesome. So then your group mentorship, I know you said, so you have an app, which is awesome. Yeah. So these boys, because they're all very technologically exactly. advanced these days. Um, so you guys just hold different events throughout the month that these group mentors put on, and then the kids can kind of just come as they want, or how does that all yeah, work? Yeah, so, so. Our program manager and I, we come up with what these activities are. A lot of it is driven through our partnerships in the community. We, okay. have, a, we have a donor relations manager, partnerships person who kind of yeah. coordinates this. Uh, and so once these opportunities are, are put on the calendar, we have a date, we know how many boys can attend. So maybe it's, you know, 20, 30, yeah. maybe it's 10, whatever. We put that number on there. We put the number of mentors we need. And once it's, once it's full... Um, then we know we have those boys. And we'll do some extra communication on the back end, you know, just to kind of make sure that everything's legit because some boys not just pressing it just because, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> but, but at least we know, you know, generally what, what it's looking like. And, okay. um, um, you know, but also the mentors, um, this is some mentors want to do one-on-one, some want to do group. Okay. Uh, mentoring. And so when a mentor comes in, after they do the background check, after they do the training that we have um, uh, in our office, we, they're a mentor in training following that. So for three months, they get access to this app. Okay. And they have to come to six events over three months. Okay. And so after that, um, we ask them, hey, is there a boy that you connected with, you know, and give me or give me, you know, three boys you connected with. Uh -huh. And then we'll ask a mentee who's not paired. We'll ask him, give me a couple, a few mentors you connect with. Okay. And so we see if that relationship is good. Yeah. Right? And so that's how we, we then we, we have them sign on for a year commitment okay. to that boy. Um, if the mentor just wants to continue on with the group activities, he can just do that. Okay. The boy's always going to have access to it. Um, and so that's really how we run the program. Okay. Um, there are some activities that we don't put on the calendar that we yeah. just have certain, you know, it could be certain kids that we want to go to this event. Um, certain, you know, if somebody wants to be a a banker or scientist or whatever, you know, we'll, that activity, like we just toured NASA um, the oh, other day. Awesome. So we know we need to put certain boys in that activity. Okay. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's something how something we'll, they're more interested right. in. So we may not put that on the calendar. We'll just kind of reach out. And um, gather them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what sort of what do these group mentorship sessions look like or activities? Is it like going to a Saints game or yeah. like going for, like yep. you mentioned horseback riding or yeah, I mean, different going, things like going, that? Going to a Saints game is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they love that. Um, you know, people donate tickets to us, you know, awesome. that's really cool. Uh, so going to a Saints game, um, a music event, um, could be a writing class. Yeah. It could be a leadership class where we have folks come in and, um, and talk to the boys, have a little panel. We like to do this activity where the boys write questions on a piece of paper. We put it in a hat and the pa three, three panelists answer them. So okay. that the boys, the boys don't, you know, feel shy or anything about, about asking questions. You know, we want yeah. them to, and it doesn't have their name on it. Now they can volunteer if they want and say it's from them mm -hmm. and nothing's off off, uh, off limits. Off limits. I yeah. mean, we want them because this is what they want to know. 
Um, and so we'll, we'll have them answer. And we have women panelists, too, so they can get we, our boys need to see healthy relationships with women yeah. and stuff. So um, they ask about their girlfriends. Or yeah. Things going on with their mom. Like, Why does mom do this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and and, um, and, and we, we answer it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. Um, a lot of etiquette meals. So okay. a lot of restaurants in New Orleans support us. We're almost doing one one once a week. Um, and that gives us an opportunity to um, obviously have etiquette with the boys or teach them the, the proper etiquette. But also we get to invite some of our donors okay. and mentors to engage with the boys. So it's really cool. And the restaurant takes care of the cost for it. Yeah. Um, so we're really blessed to have that. And, you know, like we said, we went to NASA the other day. We went to the airport and uh, toured the airport. That's really cool. And just different parts. We went to BMW, actually, last week. Wow. Um, but not only seeing the cars, but what was good, the assistant GM talked to him for an hour about life. Okay. And he was similar to them and how he grew up. Yeah. And so that was really special. And they saw the, the tech guys making six figures. And, you know, there's other avenues outside of just you know, being a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. Um, so that's really important to us. Yeah, they can kind of explore their exactly. passions and see where it takes yep. them. So then how do these boys get involved in the program? Like, yep. how do they, do they reach out to you or do does their mom sign them up or? So uh, we, folks can go on our, our website year round okay. and apply. Um, and it's a lot of counselors do it, moms do it, grandmothers, yeah. uncles sometimes. But they go on uh, and apply. It's a simple application. And we look at the application from December 1st to December 20th. So okay. we actually do our interviews. We, we, we pull out. We really don't look at them before then, to be honest okay. with you. I mean, we, you know, um, we monitor kind of like if people are doing it, but we don't look at them until December. It's like <laughs> December 1st, yeah. December 20th. Is, is, that's the time. So we look at them um, and then we filter them because okay. some some folks, the criteria is the father died a long term incarceration age 10 to 13. Yeah. Some of them don't fill it out properly. So we have to narrow it down. We get about 150 applicants a year, probably narrow it down about 40 to 50. Okay. um, And then probably do, I don't know, maybe 20 or so interviews. Okay. Um, And so we do them at the University of New Orleans. They're doing an impact study on it. So um, we do it at the Department of Psychology psychology over there. But um, yeah, so we do that, bring the boy in. Uh, we have mentors there. The mentors may go play soccer with the boy, yeah. or play cards, whatever it is. I interview every mom. Okay. Um, and then from there, we discuss afterwards, we discuss with the mentors and um, in leadership with some of us saying we discuss some, what they got from, from the boys. I express what I got from the moms. Yeah. Um, we do some checks on them and then, you know, we have to uh, let them know. By December twenty fourth, we we hand them an envelope. They open up Christmas morning. Christmas, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah, that's cool. special. Yeah, it is. So last year we took eighteen boys in. Okay. But traditionally we've been um, around ten okay. boys, and you know, don't let the numbers fool you because it's like we have about twenty five hundred boys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, you carry them all the way through yeah, those all the years, way through, exactly. so that's a lot. It yeah, accumulates. It's yeah, it's a lot. I mean, each boy is probably seeing us two to three times a week. You yeah. Know? Um, so on average, definitely. Yeah. And be able to give them that attention that they all deserve. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, what's your favorite part about watching the boys sort of go through this program? I think you said you're in your first year, right? That this is coming to. Yeah. yeah, So this is, we're, this is year eight and this is the first 
kind of my first group graduating. I say graduating because they they came in at different ages of yeah. cohort. But you know, um, we're like next this next year we have I think six graduating. So okay. um, I think for me the biggest thing is that aha moment for them where they yeah. they realize what the program is do, has done for them or is doing for them. Now there's different different things because when a boy comes in at 10 or 13 and he's you know he he opens up the blow pop and throws the trash on the ground yeah. and you're like look you can't do that yeah. or you know eye contact when you're shaking somebody's hand mm-hmm. or smiling and stuff so when you break down the stuff a lot of stuff they haven't they've, they've kind of learned before like the first six to six months to a year yeah it's so awesome to watch because they're like like this is weird yeah <laughs> like somebody's actually telling me stuff i you know like tell me how to, to add do. what to yeah. do um, and it's majority of them like it and some it's like, it's like really uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's like one process. And then as they get, go in the program, they get comfortable. Then there, there comes a time where they, they feel a little entitled. Yeah. Right? Like it just happens. It, it just, like it's say entitled, but like, because it's a family, it's like being with, you know, your mom or your, you know, or your dad yeah. or uncle. It's like, oh, they're going to do it. Or they're going to do the dishes for me. Or they're going to, yeah. you know, that, that happens. <laughs> um, they get a little spoiled. Yeah. Saying. But that's fine, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's cool um, because they have to do a lot of giving back. So yeah. they have to do at, at least four hours minimum of volunteering a month. Okay. We always have two volunteer opportunities for them on that app. Nice. A month they usually blow it out and they're doing about ten or twelve okay. hours. Um, so they do a lot of that. But that's and then awesome. and then you know as they grow, you know they get their license. We give them their license. Uh, you know, we have a partnership with Victor Manning where we don't yeah. have to pay for that. So they get their license. And so they, they're starting to grow, get some more independence. Yeah. And then they, they, they realize it hits them. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And I get I got messages from three of my, actually the last couple of weeks, three of my oldest boys just thanking me for everything that, that we're doing. Um, and so it's really, really, it's 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 awesome for me Yeah. To, to see that, you know. You get to sort of watch them go through this whole transition period in exactly. life. 10 to 18, that's a, a yeah. big Big time change for yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, my oldest is 21 now. So oh, wow. he was the one that texted me right before I walked in, and uh, he's doing well. He's at he's in college. Um, you know, we've got him. And he's 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 been having the same job since 15. We got him. He's a uh, over at Felipe's. He's a, a manager, uh, shift manager over at Felipe's. Wow. But he also volunteers with us all yeah. the time. He's a great great guy. He's going to school. Um, he wants to open up a business. So he's got you know. It's it's awesome to see what's going to happen with yeah. them when they're 30, 40, 50. Yeah, you know, that's really great. I always tell them, they're going to take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, all the mentors. So that's fun. It's really cool. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having um, me. Can you tell some people about where they can find you, if there's any events you guys that'll have yeah, coming up? Sonofasaint.org is okay. our website. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, any social media Instagram handle is sonofasaint.org. Okay. Um, so son of a saint org and we have our galas november 30th at, it's in partnership with the ritz carlton okay um and then we have the po boy fest which you benefit from it's november 11th uh, and it's from 10 a.m to 7 p.m so we're the beneficiaries awesome. of it uh, we were last year and we will be this year as well okay well thank you so much again to sunny lee founder and president of son of a saint it was awesome to have you thank you very much thank you